Yes, welcome in the one and all. This is the Full 10 Yards at Betting Podcast. Hope you're doing well. Hope you've got your, well, if you celebrate Thanksgiving on Thursday with turkey or hot dogs or pizza or whatever you did, hopefully uh, you had a good time. I don't think uh, there's any other, other fans other than uh, Cowboys fans that disliked or disapproved of the uh, <laughs> the entertainment uh, on Thanksgiving. But yeah, the other two games weren't great, were they? And like I say, if you're a Dallas fan, just a bit of extra salt in the wounds there. But if you listen to us on Thursday, and if maybe if you listen to us last week as well, hopefully we've been pointing you in the right direction, uh, Adam, because we yeah, we had a really good uh, Thanksgiving, to be quite honest. Well, you've been doing well, haven't we? Yeah, we've uh, obviously Dawson Knox and uh, your, uh, I was going to say self-proclaimed, but obviously it was my bet, but you just adjudged it as the best bet ever. Oh, yeah, um, it's the best bet ever. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Pollard, receiving yards, flew in uh, in the first, well, first half. Uh, it wasn't long after the first quarter, I don't think. And then Dawson Knox at three to one. He was nine to four early in the day and then bumped up for some reason, which I never really understood. But obviously he scored two. I think um we had someone, uh, Jack, wasn't it? I think had twenty to one on him getting two or more. So yeah, not Happy a news. bad night after overall. Yeah, that's not the reason why he's not on tonight. He's not out celebrating, get on the piss, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> might be, I don't know, actually. Um, yeah, and obviously, uh, if you listened last week, I, I tipped up Sean McKeon of the, the second um, yeah. the second string tight end of 14-1. to 1. He, uh, he duly obliged on Saturday and, uh, sorry, on Thursday. And did I have any yeah. money in it? No, I bloody didn't. But Adam, I do, I do suppose with that selection, though, I do get to join your second string tight end club. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which, which always good... worth looking at the second <laughs> Yeah, yeah just look at the odds. Like, um, I had someone post, um, oh, uh, Furnace, uh, Andy Furnace, I think it is, posted on my Twitter saying, um, he put on Dalton Schultz, um, Dawson Knox, and Jimmy Graham 50 to 1 for the treble, and obviously, all Gosh. tight ends, all the ones that we mentioned. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, we're um, always worth it. looking at the tight ends, are always good odds. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's always the way, always the way to do it. Um, shout out to Liam Horsley, who seemed to be pumped for uh, for us going on there. So if you're watching Liam, um, <laughs> hello to you. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was a good day. Um, I guess I didn't, didn't understand the Dawson Knox, but yeah, pretty much uh, three out three out of four again for me. Just uh, again, got done by a point by the by the handicap for the second week running. So uh, we'll try and put that right. But so uh, yeah, like I say, yeah, on a bit of a roll at the moment, especially uh, especially yours truly. But uh, we shall see how that goes for the rest of week twelve. Uh, right, okay then. I'm, I'll, you might see me looking looking over to this way. It's because my Mac's playing up, and I'm having to do two computers to do one bloody job. And but there we go. Um, week twelve, then Adam. Let's get let's get through the rest of these games if I can put in. Yeah. Um, give us your best handicap for week twelve Sunday. Um, there's a lot of low spreads this week. There's only one that was seven points. The Patriots is now ticked up to over seven points. Well, probably even more now with the AJ Brown news today that he's going on IR. Um, I know, obviously, you've posted on Twitter about the Colts. They were 9-1. to one. I don't know what price they are now for the AFC South. They are three games behind um, because they've lost the, the head-to-head. So it is 9-1 to one for a reason, but you can't really argue with a little stab at that at those odds. Um, yeah. The Colts obviously need to... They've got a tough test this weekend, so it's not going to be. Yeah, yeah, they're likely going to be the. Um, I, I was thinking when I was waiting up putting the bet on, I was thinking, oh, it's nine to one now. But like, if you think, yeah, they, you know, obviously, you, you, uh, if the Titans might lose to to New England, but you know, say they've got the Bucks and they're going to be losing. They obviously probably lose to the Bucks, and it's like, well, they're still they're still going to be three games after the Sunday, but I don't really see the price getting any longer because it's going to be the same. No. I know you've got a game less, but again, people people are going to back it, which will bring the, the liability up and the, the bookies don't necessarily do it on chance. They'll do it on on liability. So, um, yeah, I, I thought it's it's not going to, I don't think it would be too much bigger. Uh, and, you know, if worst case scenario, the, the Titans win, then, then fair enough. But, uh, and, the, and the Colts lose. But, yeah, worth a stab at nines. 
Yeah, yeah, there's nine to one on red zone, um, shorter odds everywhere else. You annoyingly can't double them on red zone, but if you're just after a, a single, then obviously you can't really moan at those odds. Um, I did. I actually just took a little random punt and uh, put the Eagles, Chiefs and uh, Rams in there and came out to like 280 to one or something on Skybet just because uh, I think they, they all have a, an outside chance. So for a free fiver on Skybet, I thought I'll just chuck that on. Um, but yeah, anyway, this week, um, this week I've gone for one of the worst teams in the league to cover a spread, which seems weird. Um, Texans minus two and a half against the Jets. The Jets have got Zach Wilson back and that has proved to be pretty terrible for them so far this year. Uh, the Texans obviously are looking a little bit better. They, they probably shouldn't have won last week. They were massively outgained. It was a ton of turnovers, but Tyrod Taylor is obviously a fairly mobile quarterback despite his age and he ran in for a couple of scores. Uh, they jettisoned Philip Lindsay during the week, so it seems like they're going to go with more um, sexy Rexy in the passing game for the running backs. Uh, the running backs have scored tons of uh, tons of touchdowns against the Jets this year. I don't think David Johnson's going to, so um, I guess Rex Burkhead and I guess Tyrod is essentially a running back when he does things like that, so I think they both should have decent games. Uh, Texans defense actually hasn't been terrible. Um, this is more purely a fade of the Jets and me thinking that they're terrible with Zach Wilson. Um, it, it's a pretty awful reason for taking someone on a spread, <laughs> but the Patriots had ticked up a little bit too high. Um, there was a couple others that the Bucks and Colts I can't call. Uh, I, I do think, unfortunately, I think the, the Steelers are going to beat the Bengals uh, or at least cover. Um, but again, I know that that's just my pessimistic Bengal fan in me. So, I ignored that one as well, but there's a lot of close spreads this week, so it's going to be yeah, yeah. You know, a weird one to call. Yeah, it was it was, it was interesting. You look at the um, I looked at, I was looking at the slate, and I was thinking, oh, it must be some good handicaps to get a hold of there. But yeah, really hard. There's some really really mm. weird, uh, weird lines. There's a couple of twos, two to two and a half, or whatever. And but uh, for for me, if I'm, I, I think for this week, obviously, I had all my excitement on on Thursday and all my money winning on Thursday. Yes. I think with the the way the couple of the Sunday games, there's some really good Sunday games. Obviously, you've got Broncos, Chargers, you've got Rams, Packers. Bengals, Steers. Do you know what? This is. Like, I know I've got some selections here. I might. I'll have, I'll have, I'll have a, like a fiver on something. But this is just gonna be a week where I'm just gonna sit back and watch it, enjoy it, because I think yeah. there's just some really good games this week. And it, like, I know fantasy's coming towards the end of the season. You've got the playoff and that kind of stuff. And it's, uh, do you know what? I'm just this week. I'm just gonna sit back and enjoy it, enjoy the football for for what it is. And uh, sometimes I feel you you can get you can get lost a little bit or skewed due to the you know, bets you've put on. Or you have to see fantasy teams that you got, but this week, this week, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna enjoy it. But yeah, I am. I was yeah. looking for the Houston Texans logo to to do the uh, supporting visual. It took me, it took me, it took me a while <laughs> to find where it was in the catalog. But um, they have not been mentioned this year. No, they haven't. No, and if you're gonna do it, you could yeah, say you do it at home against the Jets. But uh, yeah, we shall, <laughs> we shall see. Uh, I've gone for Philadelphia uh, minus three. I think I've, I think it is. I think it's it's mainly three and a half. Yeah. yeah, it's three and a half in most places. I did see a three somewhere. Um, I think it was at five to six. So, which again, I'm I'm not spitting hairs between 10, 11, 10 to eleven and five to six. If you're giving me half a point, which is the uh, the field goal hook, so give me that all day long. Uh, Giants aren't interested. They've just fired. Uh, you might get a Jason a post Jason Garrett bounce back, yeah. oh, but you got Freddie. You got Freddie Kitchens, who was a decent OC to be fair. Uh, not quite the uh, the same as as a head coach. As Browns fans will know. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, Philadelphia are away. Philadelphia, I, I think, especially with Dallas's defeat on Thursday, will will be more than uh more than have big enough to character dangle in front of them there to to, to close the gap and, and make a kind of push for the division um 
and I just think three was a bit skip was a bit low to be quite honest. I expect it to be I expect it to be a five and a half, six, or maybe. And I say the, the Giants are, are just not good. Obviously, Barkley might be back to what uh, not going to be necessarily full health, but um, that that wide receiving core has been dodgy all season. They were injured all season, and they're just not a good team. And I think they again want to hold the the fifth pick in the draft for next season as it currently stands. They always seem to be pick five for some reason, yeah, or, or yeah. three or something, or top ten anyway. But um, yeah, Philadelphia by far the much better team got a bit of momentum they've got the um uh, the dang they say the carrot dangle in front of them to to kind of take full advantage of dallas's loss uh, and three you know five to six maybe slightly shorter odds uh just but just give me uh give me that all day long okay let's move on to turtles and adam what you got uh yeah something i will say on the eagles is all all year they've been getting backed and backed and backed all week so if you want to get on that you probably need to get on as soon as possible really and uh leaving it uh, so I, oh, yeah, sorry, it's it's going to get probably a big handicap through the weekend. So yeah, if you want to get yeah. on that, then probably need to get on yeah. uh, sooner. Um, yeah, totals. I've gone for a stinker in the Falcons versus Jags game, um, under forty five point five. Uh, the Jags have only scored twenty three points once this year, so they're going to probably struggle to put up fourteen even against this Falcons defense, which is terrible. Uh, it depends a lot on Cord- Cordero Patterson being back. He is apparently back in training. To me, it seems like they're rushing him back a little bit too quick, but they are inept without him, frankly. They obviously scored zero last week, and was it six against the Cowboys when Patterson went down? Um, and that was with Patterson playing when they scored those six. So if they don't have him, then this could be a 10-3 kind of game. It could be awful. Obviously, the Jags' defense has stepped up in recent weeks. Um, the win against the Bills was impressive. They only allowed six points or whatever. Um and the Colts, they, they held the Colts all right after the first quarter. I think that's more a case of the Colts dropping off. But the um they, they're not they're not as terrible as they were, is essentially where I'm going. I do think Trevor Lawrence is struggling though. I know it's obviously an awful situation for him. They lost Jamal Agnew this week, which if you told me at the start of the season that'd be newsworthy, <laughs> I would have would have told you you were lying. But he has been rather effective for them and he's been a lot of their offense. I mean they should really now just let the Visca Chenault do that because, in theory, he's the better one to do that anyway. So maybe they'll get him more involved and it could be a blessing in disguise. Uh, James Robinson's going to play, which helps them in the run game. Um, but again, that might just slow them down in, in scoring. So I, I just don't think it's going to be a very fun game. So under 45.5. I was surprised to see it wasn't 42, to be honest. So I'll uh, take that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar to um, I was saying about the the Bears uh, Lions game, it does it does scream yeah. unders and unders. It, but again, just because both teams are so crap and have nothing to play for, sometimes it just lets them loose a little bit. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I think that that line's maybe a shade uh, shade too high. Uh, I think the New England Tennessee game is a shade too high, and obviously this is before the AJ Brown news. Uh, what have I got here? 40, 43 and a half I've got. Um, <clears throat> I just think that Tennessee aren't going to score many points. They're going to struggle. Um, New England's defense is pretty decent, especially through the air. And let's face it, Tennessee don't really have much of a run game. Uh, they, 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 no. you know, they, they're going to have to go. They got rid of Adrian Peterson. I've got John Dontrell Hilliard. Uh, he, he was a former Brown as well, wasn't he? Um, yeah. <clears throat> and I can't remember who the other guy, who's the other guy at the back in the backfield. Can't remember now. Um, McNichols, but he McNichols. was concussed. I don't know whether he's gone through that or not. No, there was another. There was another guy. Anyway, I mean, they, they're they're dustmen in the backfield. Adrian Peterson. Um, 
No, no, not Adrian Peterson. Well, yeah, he might be a, he might be a dustman now uh, after being. <laughs> yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah, Hall of Fame dustman. Um, yeah, again, I just think it's going to be a typical uh, New England game. You know, keep it tight, run the ball. Uh, Mac Jones, let's say Tennessee's defense, very hot and cold. Um, I think mm. with all the adversity that they've experienced uh, and the, their poor performance last week, um, I think they might they obviously might improve and they need to to obviously stay ahead of the Colts who whether they yeah, say they're now looking over their shoulder but yeah i expect it to be a close uh close and tight game but yeah new england to, to come away i'm surprised that the handicap was as big as it was but obviously if you are backers of that with yeah hit before the aj brown news you're you're loving that a little bit more um yeah. the other one the other one i did like as well was um under 46 and a half washington versus seattle um just yeah yeah didn't find it a bit high um yeah Seattle's complete ineptness at the moment as well yeah yeah and washington just all four as well um but then yeah. <laughs> Their defense is crap, and Chase Young's obviously out as well. But yeah, that was the other one I liked. On the unders, okay. Touchdown scorers, Adam. What you got? Um, I had a whole list of them today, but um, the one for the podcast is Austin Eckler, uh, ten to eleven on three six five uh, for the Chargers against the Broncos. Obviously, he scored four last week. I'm not expecting that again. Uh, two in the passing game, two on the ground. So I'm happy to get near evens for him as the the Chargers look to keep up the pressure on the Chiefs at the top of the division. Uh, the Broncos, they're Frustrating. Um, they obviously have the potential. They've recently signed all their wide receivers to long contracts. They're obviously going to push over the summer for a stud quarterback, and maybe that will get them there. But I don't think their defense has lived up to the expectations. Maybe it's just because they're having to do too much. Um, but, yeah, the Broncos, they're okay against the run. They're okay against the pass. But Austin Eckler is is very good and obviously on form at the moment. Justin Herbert obviously showed up last week. They, they have been up and down this year, so that, that's my one little worry is that they have another few dud games. But you would hope after the performance they put up last week that they'll allow Herbert to just do what he wants to do instead of little dump-offs, which is what the issue was for the few weeks where they were really poor. Um, he scored in his only game against the Broncos last year. Uh, he scored most years against the Broncos after a quick check on it. Um, so, yeah, Austin Eckler, 10-11. to 11. Um, As I say, I did have a whole host of them. Um, Joe Mixon has scored seven games in a row now. Um, admittedly, he didn't score against the Steelers in the other game this year. He's twenty twenty. He's twenty to twenty one, so nearly even money uh, for that one. He's not been talked about much at all this year, mainly because he plays on the Bengals. Um, Gronk is fifteen to eight. He's scored a touchdown with all four of his red zone targets this year. Uh, Hunter Henry still over two to one. Dontrell Hilliard, you mentioned him, seven to two. Uh, Jure Kittle is above evens as well, seven to five. Yeah, uh, Michael, Michael Pruitt. I'll get to him. Oh, uh, Sexy Rexy Burkhead, 11 to four. Um, again, red um, running back score against the Jets. Uh, admittedly, it's a pretty awful offense, but he's there. Uh, and then, yeah, one, one that kind of stood out a little bit to me was Michael Pruitt, who is 28 to one on spread X. He's as low as seven to two in other places, and the other, the next highest was 13 to two. Um, he has scored, I think, two this year already. So he scored more than one in every 28 games. Um, <laughs> and he was 125 to one to score first or 125 to one to score last. So I've had a little nibble at that just because I have a SpreadX account from when they did the Super Contest, which they don't do anymore. So I, I've only used it twice this year. One was James Washington at 25 to one. And this one, 28 to one for Michael. Was that, was that was that James Washington one from last year? The one I gave him, he gave you a time. Oh, maybe. I, I've used it once this year for yeah, another yeah, one yeah. that was way off. The, I, th I think the I, I, I recall that. Yeah, I remember messaging you. Um, yeah. It was, it was like so 10 to I 1 or something, wasn't it? It was something stupid. 
Yeah, like, yeah, they they seem to randomly have these every now and then. And obviously, it didn't come in for me last time. But if he scores the only touchdown in a one touchdown game, then I'm I'm loaded tomorrow. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my my official one for the pod is uh, Austin Eckler, ten to eleven. Yeah, lovely stuff. I, I've had a little nibble on, on Pruitt as well because uh, for, for, for that heads up. Yeah, I managed to find my password for my Spedex account. And yes, it was the same as all the others. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going nearly put that in the chat group. But then I'm going to people don't know. Yeah, it's fine. Is what it is. Um, there were, what did I go for? Yeah, I had Mixon on, on my list. I thought, yeah, he, he was quite cool. I like the Eckler shout. Uh, I quite liked the uh, Devonta Smith and Jalen Hurts prices. They were all above evens. Um, uh, yeah, Hurts is the one I didn't mention because you distracted me with uh, backup tight ends. Okay, cool. Sorry. But yeah, um, seven to five for Hurts after a hat trick last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the one I went for is Mike Evans six to five against the Colts. The Colts aren't very good for the year, so uh, screams as a as a Mike Evans game for me. Um, and Tom Brady, Tom Brady, it amazes me the amount of time. I don't know what goes into the game planning or what what the conversation he has with Bruce Arians, but it strikes me the amount of touchdown throws that he it throws that he has or he want he just seems to do. You think. I, I don't know. For some reason, I just feel that they they should have more rushing touchdowns than they do. I know Fred mm. Fournette has has a lot, but I think Tom Brady is even at whatever age he is, forty two or whatever or forty three. Um, I think he must say something to, to to Bruce Arians or Brian Brian Leftwich and says, "Look, I don't, I don't care what calls you play. I'm just going to throw. If I want to throw a <laughs> touchdown, I'm going to throw a touchdown." Um, yes, yeah, so it's great to see the uh, determination he still has at, at that age. Yeah. Just uh, like I say, he just wants to pull clear of Drew Brees and Peyton Manning and all the rest of it. So, um, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm taking Mike. Uh, I'm I'm fancying a, a bit of a Mike Evans week this. So week. you think he just audibles every run play into a pass and then goes <laughs> yeah, back to the sideline and goes, "Oh well, yeah. they were stuck in the box, you know, so I had to do it." Yeah, well, I, I need to go back. I need to go and look at their red zone, the red zone stats, or within the ten, the ten stats. So I just want to see their their pass play, uh, the pass rush uh, percentages or ratio. I haven't had time to look at it yet, but I'll have a look. But yeah, just something that, that I, I yeah. kind of always seem to observe with with Bucks games. But yeah, uh, Mike Evans game for me this week. Let's move over to props. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll a bit. I didn't have a big look on these. Um, I had a quick scan through, and Mike Gesicki was over three and a half receptions. So I just went for him, uh, four to six. Not a huge odds, but it's it ticks up to five and a half, I think, at one time this year. Um, admittedly, he had a zero catch game off seven targets the other week, but he had five receptions last week. It seemed to be back to normal kind of um, situation for them. Panthers D is obviously quite good, but that probably means more short passing. Uh, the offensive line, obviously, is terrible. It's still the worst in the league for the, for the Dolphins. So again, quick little dump-offs, little uh, targeting the big man in the slot. It just makes... Just makes more sense. He's had four games this year where he's gone under this. Uh, two lots of three receptions and two lots of zeros. But he went over on the targets in every single game, uh, apart from the opener. Um, if that makes any sense. It sounds like me just trying to justify it. But it basically, <laughs> I, I saw over three and a half receptions and went, yeah, I'm picking that one. Um, so, yeah, I'm going for that. I, I don't have any alternates for this one. That was the one that I quickly looked at after uh, a fairly... Fairly hectic few minutes. Hmm. That's fair enough. Um, what I found, I quite like this one. Um, I've gone back for the uh, New York Giants for the Delphi game. Saquon Barkley over three and a half receptions. Uh, I thought was very low. Um, yeah. You look at he obviously came back last week. He only played sixty two percent of the snaps. He had he played thirty six snaps, but he still had six receptions. Obviously, you know if you can do your maths, that's one one reception every six snaps. Uh, yeah. Obviously, he'll. Well, you'd hope or you'd you'd envisage that he'll play more than sixty-two percent of the snaps this week, maybe up to mm. 80 percent. Um, they'll be behind a lot, and like I say, if he's you know, getting back to air quotes full health, um, 
like I say he's going to get pummeled in, in, in the passing game. Doesn't doesn't matter how far these uh, these passes are going for. You just need the receptions. I just thought three and a half was quite low because if you think you know, of the, the first four games that he played this four games that he played this season, uh, what we have here, he had one reception in the first game, two receptions in the second game, but then he had six and then five. Um, so okay. he's done. So he's done three out of three out of five four games this season, including that it was the last three. Uh, and I was just surprised to see that he had six last week, uh, considering he was supposed to be eased back in. I know he didn't do much yeah. on the ground. On the ground, we had six rushes for twenty five yards. But like I say, uh, game script if Philadelphia get ahead and and whatnot. I think there's quite quite a few ways the way that like this this comes in. I don't really see many scenarios where it doesn't. To be quite honest, um, so I thought it was a bit low. I was expecting maybe four and a half, five and a half, perhaps. And yeah, um, you say especially with the wide receiver I mentioned it before wide receivers and uh going down injured and not being all there i know tony and uh, all, yeah some of the guys came back last week Slayton yeah whatnot, tony's but... out again obviously yeah exactly well exactly yeah and um <laughs> yeah yeah it's like i say yeah I, I don't know what uh the, the play calling will be like obviously with freddie kitchen no I've, i was just trying to think that i can't remember what he did with the the browns i think he just um enforced the run i think it was more just get chub the ball on the ground but yeah. that will open it up for barkley because i mean I, I i don't know what to think of barkley anymore to be honest obviously he's been injury no, thrown through the years and he's always been fairly boom or bust that he'll have 20 carries for two and then break off an 80 yarder so it's one of those that I'm kind of falling out of love with him a little bit, but he's, there's every possibility that he does a lot more in the kind of Christian McCaffrey kind of game and lots, lots of short dump-offs, and he, he's got the ability to do that. So, yeah, fingers crossed Kitchens will see that. I think, to be honest, I think it'll be enforcing the run and just lobbing it high to Galladay for contested passes because they paid him a fortune and they've not got involved at all this year. So it seems to me that they would try and really push... Galladay, so maybe have a look for Galladay receptions or yards as well. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I can't argue with the Saquon over three and a half. That seems a very low line. Yeah, I mean, I just looked at his previous games against Philadelphia, especially um, 2020, he didn't play, obviously, injured reserve. 2019, he had three and three, and then 2018, rookie year, he had nine and seven. But so, um, mm. yeah. Even um, out two over four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was hoping the 2019 had a, had a higher one. But yeah, like I said, I just thought, I thought it was a bit low. Maybe you should have gone up one or two more from uh, from that. But uh, there you go. Right, let's go and recap then what we've gone for. Uh, handicap is uh, minus three for me, Philadelphia against the New York Giants. You've gone plus three, Adam Houston versus the Jets. Totals under 43 and a half, uh, Patriots, Titans for me. And then Adam is Falcons. Uh, Jacob is under 45.5. Uh, Touchdown scorers, Mike Evans for me, Austin Eckler uh, for Adam. That's quite a good price for Eckler. I thought he'd be a bit shorter than that. He's kind of shocks yeah. me as a, a four or sixer, but there we go. Uh, and then yeah, just to remind you, props, second Barkley over three and a half receptions. Mike's over three we've both gone over three and a half receptions this week Adam, so and know. and and we got a dolphins mention in which i didn't I even mean, realize yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> there you go jack yeah we don't do it on purpose <laughs> i know I, I genuinely didn't realize i was just thinking oh we didn't even mention the dolphins but no i did yeah we did yeah always well like i say as soon as you see mike sick in 3.5 it's just sort of mac it doesn't really matter what the price is yeah and, I, I, I couldn't help it this week <laughs> yeah there we go right uh, let's say hopefully we continue the uh, the good form from Thursday. Uh, I say yeah, good luck to anyone. Uh, good luck to all your bets. We're back next Friday or Saturday, depends. Uh, obviously, the reason we're on Saturday is because people, well, the bookies seem to have a bit of a Thanksgiving hangover and didn't put anything up yesterday. Yeah. So, 
Um, so there we go. So depending on the markets, we'll be back next Friday or Saturday, but uh, we'll let you know for, at 14 yards on that Twitter at touchdown tips, as always for Adam's uh, insight and lovely analysis, touchdown tips or tips.com for all of his good stuff as well. He'll be joining me next week. Hopefully you can too. Uh, let's go and win some key. Two days, two days. Smash the Steelers. <laughs>